Welcome to to fucking filthy nerds because we're nerds and we're fucking filthy. And guess what? There's two of us. Unos dos. How's it going, world? Unos dos. Interesting. Unos dos. We're killing it. Speaking of counting, speaking of counting, can we count to birthday time? Oh my god! Jessica Michelle's thirtieth birthday is coming up this weekend. It's a big day. It's a big birthday. The day after Harry Potter's birthday, by the way, which is why you're Mm -hmm. getting, uh, uh, you know, some fucking heavy episodes, or at least. By the way, I love that you almost share a birthday with Harry Potter. Yeah, I for a long time thought that we were like. The same birthday. Yeah. Like actually the same age. Not that. Yeah. But he's like, turning 40 and you're turning 30. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I forgot that the books are written back in time. Yeah. Like it came out in 90, like end of 90s, but it was written yeah. as like 92 or something. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no birthday in quarantine. Yeah. So. Birthday in quarantine. I mean, I had mine in quarantine. You brought me tiramisu. You left it at my door and then you ran away. I know. I left. Uh, and it was so weird because at that point I'd been in quarantine for... Uh, like not even a month. Cause I went into, I went into quarantine March 15th and my birthday was April 9th. So okay. I saw you after I hadn't seen human life. You've just been in, in like probably three weeks. And when I saw you, I was like, but you and I hadn't seen each other before that in a while. Yeah, Cause we were both traveling. So it had been so, such a long time, such a long seen time, each other, which is so seeing you was like, I saw you and I was like, oh, there she is. And then I was like, bye. And I was like, don't go. I need to hold you. Don't touch me. Um, I went to a tiramisu shop. I could be infected. Yeah. Oh, she drove all the way to, to Pico, Pico and Robertson from the Valley to get me tiramisu. Yeah. From, I wish I should remember the place, but I had to do a lot of heavy research on where to get the best tiramisu. So I ordered two. Cause I was like, I'm driving that far. This yeah. bitch is eating two tiramisu. And I'm about to get her a fucking pie or I might make it. I might make it this week. I don't know. I, I mean, don't get ahead of yourself. I'm talking to Andy about trying to get him to order me some cheesecake from cheesecake factory. If they still exist. Cheesecake factory still exists. I just ordered from cheesecake factory when I was down in San Diego. Ah, uh, so I was like, you know, maybe some, Oreo cheesecake or, and by the way, July 31st is national cheesecake day. They usually do something big, but I don't know if they will. Usually there's like a free cheesecake. If you order, would you, um, would you want a strawberry? Like, cause you wanted to do that whipped cream, strawberry situation from Dupar's. Would you do, would you like a cheesecake like that? Yeah. That or Oreo. It's nice of you to finally ask what I want instead of just deciding. Okay. Well, here's the thing that, what do you want me to get you for a present? I don't know. It's a weird, I, I don't know. I don't, is, I don't know if it's depression or growing up, but I don't care. I'm like, literally, I go on Etsy every night and I'm like, what does this fucking bitch want? I don't know. What I does like she owls? I yeah. like, you know what would be great? I haven't even finished that painting thing, but like maybe when I, another paint by numbers. I don't know. Okay. That's the thing is that like, what do I need more stuff when half the time I get revved up on caffeine and I'm like, I got to get rid of this stuff. Yeah. So Well, I'm trying to be uh attentive to what you want for your birthday instead of I just want to eat good food that's not good for me and fucking chill. And I'm forcing you to work out for your birthday. Oh yeah. So here's the thing. Uh for those of you who don't know, Nicole is a sweet, kind, generous soul um who likes to go out of her way to, you know, try to make things exciting for her friend's birthday. And she does that by doing this thing that I think maybe we all think this is a good idea is Oh, I'm going to plan my friend's birthday. What would I want to (laughs) do? So last year, she nearly took me to sushi, which I hate. Uh 
Uh, but then we went to Thai food, which I am okay with and Nicole loves. And I have to order for her. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't care. I don't know. She doesn't know the menu thing. at all. It's I, pad thai with chicken. That's what I Pad get. thai. She likes pad thai, pad CU. Um, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. But, and then this year, she comes in and she's like, guess what? We're planning a workout class for your birthday, me and Stacia. And I was like, wow, why didn't you just come in and go, guess what? I've gathered all your friends and we made a group appointment for the allergist. <laughs> We're going to an ENT. They have discounts if you go in a group. Isn't this exciting? And I'm like, because it's a nice gesture when someone tries to do something. Well, for I'm very appreciative of it. Well, but that's what we did for my birthday is we had the group, the group workout. Yeah, and I, and I love like, how you're like, by the way, I was like, Hey, I know that you did this for your birthday. And just so you know, I thought you were a monster for doing that. <laughs> I was like, wow, you want people to come to a long workout for your birthday? You're a bitch. Fuck you. I am giving everyone the gift of sweats and thighs. A lot of people don't like to work out. I know, but I it's don't fun. like to work out. I like how I feel afterwards. Yeah, I'm, glad I'm giving do. you that gift of how but you feel I, after. I don't go, oh God, I can't wait for my workout. I go, oh fucking God. Well, as Stacia says, you don't need to like it. You just have to be willing. Yeah. To be honest, I wasn't going to be willing for my birthday, but now there's a plan in action and I can't let it down. Listen, we're going to have a Britney Spears and or Lady Gaga playlist or maybe some crunk 2000s you know, does anyone am I the only one who remembers like Lil John and the Ying Yang twins Ying Yang yeah twins? she got her hands upon her knees and her elbows on her thigh who's that yeah. she got me twerking I'm a circuit I can tell she fly is that Ying Yang twin I think so yeah she got me high but won't abide it right now yeah yeah I say yeah 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 uh-huh um, okay great I mean there we go so at least it's gonna be fun music and I need to work out anyways but like I don't like being seen during a workout class. I usually go to the back. Now I just have this fear that friends are going to pop in. Like, I'll just say hi. And they're like, ah, the workout class has started. Well, is she even in here? And then there's just people looking at me sweating and being over the weight I would like to be. You've <sighs> lost weight. Okay. That's good. I've lost a pound, a pound of the 20 pounds but I've put on. That's you put on 20 pounds in quarantine. I don't know. 10 pounds for sure. In core core, you don't look like you've put on 10 pounds. I can feel it in my yeah. bones. Oh, Literally. yeah. It's not good. Literally, it weighs down on my joints. But I fucking... I hate it when people are like, I love working out. It's, oh, it's the best. Yeah, you're, you have a sickness, if that's how you feel. Like, I, I like working out because I like the way I feel afterwards. But I'm not like, wow, <laughs> this is great. I'm horny for the gym. Like, I can jump on my trampoline watching TV. That's sufficient exercise for me. Yeah. But I don't, at no point I don't, do I wake up and I go, I can't wait to get through everything in the way of me and my workout. Yeah. Finally, another day. I can work out again. Yeah. Never. Never. I never wake up in the morning. You know what? When I wake up in the morning, you know what I usually do think about what I'm going to do for the day? What? My eating for the day. My meals. What I'm going to eat. What I'm going to eat. You know what I do when I wake up in the morning? I wonder when I can go back to bed. Oh. Every morning I wake up and I go, oh. Again? <laughs> Not again. Oh, yeah. this? Why? It is a lot. And especially in quarantine where everything feels very groundhoggy. But then it's also, yeah, it's so much. And then with a birthday, so much of when I do birthdays is because I feel like other people expect me to. Mm -hmm. This is not a lie. Uh, I think last year, one of my more recent birthdays, uh, more than one person said, you have to do, oh my God, you have to do something. It's your birthday. Oh, I hate it when people do that. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I did something. No. Every person who said that didn't come. 
Yeah, honestly, not one person who said everyone. I needed to do something. Fuck everyone big. who thinks birthdays are some sort of fucking national holiday. That like you got to do something to observe it. It's like who cares? I'm still alive. Also, I, I don't understand why birthdays are a big deal for us. Yeah, They're they big should deals be for, for the moms. Mom. Yeah, it's like she's we little... we were like kind of there. Yeah, it's like congratulations, you ruined your pussy. Yeah, thirty years. Ago. I destroyed my mother's body, and she never got it back. Yeah, and I just get to go. I'm still here. Fuck. My vagina is still intact for now. For now. But it's nice. I mean, we stacked so much because of this podcast. Because I was kind of thinking like, A, what a unique opportunity with Harry Potter's birthday. We're not going to do Harry Potter forever. It's, you know, we're going to, you know, eventually transition into another series. And what great timing. So let's pack in a fun week. But also I was like, it's my birthday. There's really nothing to do. I might as well just be busy. Yeah. And then if I do have the like, I wish I could go somewhere, I would be too busy to think about. Yeah. Which is fine. But. I, also, my boyfriend is so sweet, and he wants to make sure I do something. And now I'm like, eh, okay. Which, whatever we do, like if we do something, set aside time, even if it's just what well, I know, I'll enjoy it. Yeah, I just don't have anything that's available that I'm driven to do, other than eat shitty food. Yeah, like, I mean that's I a don't perfect know. Birthday. I want something fried and to sit on my ass. I think after the workout, which will be on Friday, DM me for a Zoom link. My quarantine birthday was probably one of the better birthdays I've had. Yeah. It was so low pressure. I mean, I'm not a birthday person to begin with, but this was like perfect for me. I would love to be in such good shape that I thought a workout class for my birthday was low pressure. Because what I'm thinking is all my friends are going to come and go, oh, this fucking bitch thinks she's better than us for working out. And they're going to be like, you know, look, look at, at it her. this she's way. Sweating. It's more Why of are an you doing excuse this to, all of us? to get people together in a Zoom because it's awkward to have a bunch of people in a Zoom anyway. Yeah, I mean, just doing a quote Zoom birthday sounds like a nightmare. Nightmare. Like, hey. So it's like now it's like, oh, come. We'll talk like for five minutes before the workout class starts and then we'll just get the talking Sweat done. Sweat it out. Sweat it out. You don't even need to do the class if you don't want uh, donate money to Stacia, you know, cause we're there to help our friends make money. That's what my birthday is about. Making a woman with a better ass than me money. Mm-hmm. That is what my gift is, is to make someone who has a good ass money. You mm-hmm. have a good ass. You don't need me to help you make money. Mm-hmm. Just shake it. You'll be fine. I'm kidding. I love Stacia. She can't even shake it. She has, there's nothing to shake. It's too muscly. It's, uh, it's, the thickness is real on her. I had a friend once that made everyone go to a workout class, like a real workout class for her birthday. And I was oh, like, gross. No, you're mm, a bitch. No, this is fucked up. No, I would be like, Hey, I'm going to go to a workout class. If anybody wants to join me, come, but I would never be like mandatory attendance. And like the nice thing about this zoom workout is it's not mandatory. It's not mandatory. And you could just show up for five minutes before and then leave. You don't even need to work out. But you know what's, I don't, I can't believe you think this is low pressure. Cause now I'm like, cool. I'm going to go to Stacia's Friday class and be like, it's my birthday. And it'll just be everyone like this. This is what I'm thinking. It's going to be everyone who's normally in her class and not one extra person for my birthday. And I'll go, thank you guys so much for doing this class dedicated to me where I definitely didn't tell other people to come and they didn't come. Cause I am telling you right class. now, you will get a lot of fun people in there. You're going to get a lot of fans just showing up, popping in. That happened for me. I don't think it's so. Great. I don't know. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to have the workout either way. It'll be fun because I get to help curate the playlist. So yeah. at least there's that. 
We can also say tell Stacia that we want to do a dance warm up and a dance cool down, and we can do some dancing in the beginning. Does she dance? Is she gonna no, we can just goofy dance, freestyle dance. Oh yeah, you know what I want to do more than work out on. I will. I am gonna kill you. Is every dance. suggestion I make you hate. I don't want everything. I, everything I suggest you hate. Everything you have suggested is movement on camera. You know what? We can turn the camera off. I mean, and okay. you can dance like only I'm watching. Yeah, you're still gonna be there. Yeah, but that's like no one watching. Yeah, that's yeah. Being with me is like being alone. Yeah, if being alone was having someone outside your head harshly criticize everything you do. But here's what's crazy <laughs> is that I go to you for guidance. Yeah, you that is are crazy. my most level-headed, treasured advisor of a friend. I have skid marks in my underwear right now. Really? No, but it would. But I could. I was like, ooh, we should get those out for the. For the for the fans. No, I mean, yeah. Head over to our YouTube to see Jessica Michelle's skid marks. I can't believe for you. some hot content. I, it's a weird thing. I I go to you for advice. Really? Yeah, but it also is a thing that like sometimes you're better at advising your so- others and maybe mm-hmm. feel like you can't. For me, I do feel like I have a decent amount of friends who come to me for advice, and I sometimes even hear myself say things where I'm like, "This sounds so douchey." And I don't, you tell me if this happens to you. I sometimes hear myself say things and there's a part of me that's like, oh wow, I can't believe I said that. Like, yeah, I oh, like, totally. Oh, that was really fucking wise. Oh, I, <laughs> then I gave my friend Logan advice today. I was like, I would, the, the whole thing I have about there's love languages and there's also fight languages and you need to learn how to fight with your partner properly because some people are like avoidant in fighting. Some people are like head on bulls in fighting and somehow you have to find a way to like communicate with one another. Yeah. And when I said fight language, I was like, I'm a genius. I coined some. You have to agree on how you're going to disagree. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> if you disagree on how you disagree, it's a disagreeable situation. Yeah, it's bad. But if you agree on how you'll disagree, you can get through every fight. Every fight. Yeah, Successfully. No. There have been moments where I say things to my friends and it's like, where, why do I never have that wisdom for myself? No, we never have the wisdom for ourselves. It's so interesting that like, I guess maybe that's also the root of why therapy is such an exi- uh, an, a success is that the mere act of having an outside party observing you versus being in your situation. Yeah. It's easier for someone to go, oh, well... Yeah, you're being clingy or yeah. whatever. Not I, I'm excited to start with my new therapist. Um, you have a new therapist? I have a, a female. I found a female therapist. I had a male um, psychologist for a bit, um, eh. but it was just it. It just felt weird, like talking about like guy problems and like relationship issues with a man. A man. Yeah, even having I to was go like, like, but I, I was on my period. And yeah, it's like, mm. and he's like, oh, I don't know what that is. Uh, and then. Also, he wasn't Jewish. And I think the whole, I think being a Jew, like there's a certain family structure that you just inherently understand when you're Jewish about other Jews. And it's like, I remember I said something once about, um, something about my mom and he's like, oh, is that a typical Jewish mother thing? And it happened to be, but I was like, it is a typical Jewish mother thing, but that was an atypical thing for my mom to do. But that is typically a Jewish mother thing. And I just feel like having someone who kind of understands your baseline. Someone who has cultural competence for where yeah. you come from. So I found an Israeli woman who is just like fucking brass balls. Doesn't let my friend goes to her and she's like, she doesn't let you get away with fucking anything. And that's really? what I need. I need someone who's going to ride my ass. Can you handle that? 
Oh yeah. Yeah. No, she doesn't do tough love. She just makes you like, if you say like something, yeah, she like, like holds you accountable and it's, she, it's supposedly, it's great. One of my friends was like, she's, you know, helped me in ways that I, I discover every day. And is that and a friend you look at and you go, this person has really gotten their life together. It's not a close friend. Cause I would never go to a close friend's psychiatrist. It's just someone. Even if you perceive the close friend as very healthy. I perceive that close friend as someone who is actively working on themselves to be better. You're saying this person, not the close friend. The the close friend. I mean, she's not a close friend. I'm sorry. She's just a friend. But you perceive her as someone who is actively working on being better. Yeah. I, I see her as someone who's like doing the work. And let me back up. Why would you not go to a close friend's psychologist? It depends on how close. Why? Because like, I would never go to the same psychologist as you. Why? Um, do you have things to say about me? No, not at all. Mm. I really have absolutely nothing to say about you. Mm, Nicole. Other than I want to kill you sometimes because of, you know, the little messes you leave places, but I don't even want to kill you about that. I just usually do it myself and then feel soothed. You heard it here. Nicole lying about the fact that she's only going to therapy because I'm driving her insane. Um, She picks a hair off of the microphone. (laughs) I mean, there's just like a, if you, if you don't pull hair off of the jizz that's on the microphone, go to our YouTube channel, go to our YouTube channel. (laughs) So you can see the cummy microphone. Um, you know, what's funny is I have on occasion posted going, does anyone have a therapist? I'm looking for a therapist to take my insurance who I've even gone so far as to go. I'm looking for someone who maybe does this type of therapy Mm -hmm. or whatever. And then I'll get hit up by people in my inbox and they'll be like, Oh, my therapist is great. And you're like, you're a mess. You're a crazy person. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, there's so like for the most part, whoever a comedian recommends, I'm like, cool. Let me write that down as someone to never go see because yeah, you're never not ever. Well. You're not a pillar of what I want to be. No, and I I love my therapist now. She's great, and I've it's you ev- found her just through your the insurance no. Website. You know what? I posted about it, and a girl who follows a mutual friend of ours, mm-hmm. me and the girl, was like, hey, I don't know if this is weird, but uh, I'm friends with so and so. I don't want to say the name, but I also can't remember for sure who it was. Uh, cause there's two people coming just say to Jenny. It doesn't matter. But she's like, uh, I saw your tweet. Uh, I used to work in, I, you know, I work in entertainment as well. This therapist has been very good for me, blah, blah. And she takes blue, the blue shield. Cause that's what I have. Yeah. So I hit her up and like, that reminds me, I have a, an assignment that I haven't done and I have therapy next week, but, yeah. or tomorrow. Uh, yeah, but no, she's been great so far. Yeah. Who knows? It takes a while to like figure it out. I mean, we haven't seen yeah. her for a couple months and she's just now, I think it, we're just now getting to the point where she's like, okay, maybe here's where the work needs to be done. So yeah. we're going to start some interesting shit. Brain spotting? I don't know. What kind of what kind of psychiatrist is, psychologist is this? Um, I mean, she's LMFT, but she's trained in like a lot of, yeah. what kind of a, what do you mean? Is that the right thing? Oh, does she, yeah, no, like what, what are like these, you know, is she behavioral? Is she cognitive? Is she? I mean, I think she does a lot of everything. Yeah. I had a- approached her because I was thinking like maybe I need cognitive behavioral uh-huh. therapy based on, what I've read. And uh-huh. psh, I don't know. I don't know. Cause I am not a fucking yeah, 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 yeah. You know, based on, I've read, I, I wanted someone who understood attachment theory and attachment based therapy and cognitive behavioral therapy. Yeah. And she was like, yes. But then she said to me and you know, take this for what it is. Most of the time, cognitive behavioral therapy is a band aid to put on a wound that you're actually like, let's correct this little action, but we also need to get the root of a trauma. Yeah. Cognitive behavioral therapy can correct an action, I believe is what she said, but like, it's not going to get rid of the problem. Yeah. You have to like figure out the trauma. So that's why um, she brought up two concepts to me. And um, I think we're, we're going to do like brain spotting, but there was another one that was. Mm. Oh, I know what it is. The, it's not, I 
Oh, maybe it was EMDR, but that's not, I don't remember what it was. Well, fuck. But anyway, because I started going into traumas last week and she's like, or into reactions. I hear, I, I hear EMDR is amazing for traumas. That's what I've heard too. My problem is at this point, uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure of what my traumas are in detail. Yeah. So then this will help you figure that out. You also probably have cumulative trauma where it's like, you don't necessarily have, you probably do have traumas where you can be like, that was traumatic. That was traumatic. But there's also these like little micro traumas you've had along the way. And it's like, you can't catalog every single one of those, but they're still there. Yeah. So there's treating uh, like an acute trauma and then there's treating just like chronic trauma, chronic trauma. Yeah. I had ongoing. Yeah trauma so it's hard to point to like one thing yeah like so, you could say like oh my dad left me that is a trauma that's a sure. trauma like you can say you there's that moment that's like clear in your head yes yeah but i need to read about this brain spotting stuff because it has something to do with like the places you're looking while you're recalling a feeling or, mm-hmm. or a story can tell something about like what's going on in your brain yeah which because of research that's been done can inform a trained therapist of like what this kind of trauma is, yeah. or, you know, how it's affecting you. That's interesting. Which is really interesting. I had never heard of this before and I've done an absurd amount of reading about therapy because I've been like, oh, maybe I've you're myself. like, you're like, yeah. <laughs> I also feel like you're like, if I read about enough therapy, I can be good at it. And then I can just be a therapist to myself. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. Cause I'm like, well, if I know what needs to be done, but that's the same as, what we were saying at the be to circle back. Yeah. This is why you can't give yourself the fucking golden advice you're sitting here giving to other people. Yeah. Is that you just can't see yeah. the perspective, especially if you have traumas. The, it, stuff like that fucks up your perception. It clouds your brain and you see things in a certain way that maybe isn't reality. Yeah. You see things through like, to quote my friend Adam Macias, who used to have a joke about it, but shit colored glasses. Yes. <laughs> see the world through shit colored glasses i mean i see the world through shit colored glasses i'll admit yeah because well, so someone could do something completely harmless with no malice behind it and you take it as this assault on your uh-huh, character absolutely or you you just get a wave of whatever totally because it's triggering something because of something else yep uh anyway what a weird uh this was supposed to be about my birthday well you know and my boyfriend is up to something, but I don't know what. Yeah. So. I don't know. I have no clue. Ugh. I feel like you know. And I don't know. But he's been asking for some information that is making me highly suspicious. What kind of information is he asking Just for? contact information of friends and stuff. Hmm. Well. But I'm not trying to look too He didn't too ask for my it. contact information. He he's not getting in touch with me. He already has your contact information. He's been talking to you about Stacia's class. I know, because I tried to complain about it to him. And he's like, well, I might already know about this. And I was like, well, now I'm embarrassed that I complained about it. I can't believe I was you like- complained <laughs> about my great fun idea. I am. For the record, I complained by going, it's so nice that Nicole tried to do this, but I just, listen, uh, I don't I need know you to listen right now. Out. If this were not fucking quarantine, you want to know what I would say for your birthday? Let's go I to a real workout class. We're going to fucking karaoke. Uh, we're going to wake up in the morning. We're going to walk our fucking dogs. We're going to go get coffee and muffins, like full fat muffins. No uh, fucking gluten-free fucking bullshit we're gonna do that for lunch you want to know what we were gonna do non-quarantine we were gonna go to fucking thai town get some pad thai i don't fucking know maybe cafe we'll go to 101. cafe 101 for uh, breakfast get you a fucking
fucking breakfast burrito. I miss, okay. I miss 101. Then I would be like, I, you know, whatever you want to do. You want to go fucking nap? Let's go nap. Do you want You want to go see a movie? Let's go see a movie. Whatever you want to do. And then at night, I'd be like, we're doing fucking karaoke. And I'd be like, I can't. I ate too much. And then you'd be <laughs> super farty and bloated. And I'd make you put on a sequin, your sequin jacket and your sequin boots. And we'd go and fucking karaoke and we would sing uh, uh, the chicks because they're not the Dixie chicks anymore. They're just the chicks. Yeah, because that was the only offensive part of that name. Um, uh, and we're no longer the Confederate cunts. We're just the cunts. We're the cunts. Uh, um, so yeah, so if it, if it weren't quarantine, I would... I would be able to give you the, the exact birthday that I want to give you. But, but since, it's, since it is... Since we can't we're really working do anything... We're working our fat ass out. Yes. I'm telling you right now. I remember last year for your birthday, we were on a fucking workout kick. We I were, know. I was killing it. I was going to that boxing You were going gym. to that... Yes. You were doing 6 a.m. workouts. Yeah, I know. And now I can't do 6 a.m. workouts because I would rather just sleep in with my partner who would be fine if I got up and worked out at 6 a.m., but he's there well, tomorrow and he's morning, cuddly and I want to Listen to this. Him. Listen, tomorrow morning, we are going to wake up early. We are going to walk our dogs. We will go around the whole block. The dog just snored at this oh, idea. Buddy's just My dog literally dad. is like, we're going to wake up early. We're going to walk our dogs. The dog went... Oh. <laughs> what a bitch. We're going to wake up early. We're going to go walk around the block. We're going to podcast. We're going to do Stacia's workout. And then I'm going to go get a motherfucking mammogram. You're going to go get them titties smashed. Titty I'm plate gonna go to smashing. Therapy. I'm going to talk be great. about my birthday there some more. I'm going to complain about your friend Nicole. No. Who wants to throw a workout party I want to be you. clear. I am extremely thankful. Okay. I just was Good. like, oh, fuck. I think I'm just mad at the situation. It sucks. I mean, know? I'm just trying to make the best of it. And I, the whole Zoom party thing. Oh. Like just people sitting on Zoom, just staring at the camera. What are you supposed hey. to yeah, it's like my social anxiety is somehow worse at a Zoom party. Yeah, that sounds fucking awful. Yeah, can you just go, oh, I'm you, losing you. What if you just come into an Al-Anon meeting and you're like, hi. Yeah, no, it was like, I, I went to my friend's Zoom birthday because it's like, you go, you support the people you love. But I came in, it was a bunch of other people I'd never met. And then everyone was focused on me. She's like, hey, how are you? Having a conversation with me. But it's like. Now I'm having a conversation with you while a bunch of people just watch. No, it's so gross. It's so terrible. But it's like we're all just fucking trying to connect, you know? Well, I think this will be great. Everybody will just pop in the room and be like, hey, hey, happy birthday. We'll work out. As soon as it's done, you can just peace out. That's it. We're done. Yeah. It's over. So if this is out before the 31st, go to Stacia Patwell's Instagram. The link for her Zoom workouts is in her bio. Or hit one of her. I mean, hit me up, whatever. Or hit me up. And uh, I will be Complaining about this before and after the workout. And, and if I, you're if you're a fan and you wanna uh, get her a present, uh, go to her Amazon wish list. I should update that. Yeah, and also, or you, well, you know what you can do? Join our Patreon. Yeah, Patreon.com/slash/TwoFilthyNerds. Or before we go on to the regular Harry Potter content, you know what I would really love? More reviews on this podcast. Yeah, guys, come on, please subscribe and review. Subscribe, rate, review. Check out our YouTube. Tell your friends all around the globe. Harry Potter is international. Yeah. We're, we want to be international sensations. Yeah. And we can't travel anywhere, so you sharing this podcast with your friends in Bolivia is all we have. Yeah, that's like a vacation for our voices yeah. to be somewhere else. And who knows? I could be working out in a Zoom with people in Europe by this time next year. Yeah, perfect. We're never, when we're still in quarantine. Yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. All right, all right, well, we'll be right back. Bye. 
Chapter 25. Here we go. The egg and the eye. Right. So when we left off in the last episode, Harry had just sort of been like, all right. He's walking up from Hagrid's and he's like, I got to stop fucking around and just take Cedric's advice, you know? Mm -hmm. So he's decided to use the bath and see if that helps. With By the way, egg. what do you like? I mean, I'm trying to read into the title of it. I, I know what happens. But I remember when we started reading it, I'm like, the egg and the eye. Obviously, I know what the egg is. I'm like, the eye. And yeah. now that I'm thinking about the chapter, do they just mean Mad-Eye Moody's eye? I guess so. Yeah, because I was, like, trying to remember what comes out of the egg. I was like, what is it? Eye? Yeah, I don't know. Anywho, he takes the egg into the prefect bathroom, which is pretty gush. It's a fucking amazing bathroom. Okay, this is the kind of bathroom we all dream about. Mm -hmm. It's... It's luscious, and the, every tap, by the way, it has uh, all these different taps. Different kinds of bubbles. Yeah, different You can luxuriate in different ways. Uh, like self-care to the max. To the max. Why is it just for the... I also think it's kind of gross that there's like a communal bathtub for students. Even if it's just for a limited amount of students. They clean like, it with magic. Oh, that's true. Are there STDs in the wizarding community? Uh, I'm trying to think of... What they would be. Venarius. Like, but but, but, but your wand, your wand gets infected. Oh my God. If you could just get like a wandarial disease. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My wand's got the clap. Their, their <laughs> the wand's, edge of your wand just coughs uh, like a mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I definitely loved the part about Harry Potter getting naked. Not because I'm a pedophile, but because it's just so <laughs> funny to me to think of Harry Potter naked. Yeah, because he's just this, like, I don't know. You like, don't... But she's, uh, JK is writing a naked Harry Potter. I mean, he's taking a bath. You get naked to get in the bath. I know. And I'm not one who's modest about nudity, but for some reason I was just kind of like, well, what? Also, there's he, a painting he's... of a, like, beautiful mermaid in the bathroom. Which is like, she's sleeping when he goes in there, but mm -hmm. that's got to be awkward for young boys being like, oh, this hot painting can just watch me yeah. bathe. So he gets in the bath. He starts fucking around with the egg. He opens it up. It just starts screaming like it always yeah, does. Because he, he he's just it. sitting in there trying to, he's like, okay, he said, if I relax, whatever. Something's going to happen. Yeah. Nothing is happening. Yeah, the egg's out of the water at this point. And then he hears, put it under water. I'd try putting it in the water if well, I that, were that, you. That's what, Fucking, it's moaning, moaning Myrtle. Myrtle. I love what a hot nut she has for Harry. She's obsessed with it. Obsessed. Also, what a pervert. She just came through the pipes to check out naked boys. I mean, first of all, I can't wait to see this scene in the movie. If they don't have this scene, I'm going to be pissed. Well, I mean, I'll be fine without it. Um, <laughs> they probably won't have it. Um, no, probably not. They're probably. Like, I just want the awkwardness between Harry and Myrtle. That discomfort. And yeah, mm -hmm. and she's like, he's like, do you just come here and spy on everybody, on all the prefects? And she's like, sometimes. Yeah. She's, she's just like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a shameless person. She's like, I'm a fucking ghost. Okay. Yeah. Let me live. Let me have this. Live. Let, let me live my death. Let me, yeah. Let me be dead. Let um, me enjoy haunting you. So, uh, you know, as we know, Moaning Myrtle. She's so she tells him, she tells him to put him, chamber. put it under. First of all, she, she's got a big theme with water. By the way, I think it's really funny that like, she's this super depressed, moaning, miserable person. But like when Harry Potter's around, she's like, Hey, I'm frisky. I'm sassy. She's sassy. She's like, Ooh, uh, yeah. I would think that she perhaps really, she's someone who's trying to use 
sexuality to cope with her deep, deep sadness. Yeah. She's... Who would do that? I don't know, Nicole. I don't know anyone near either of us who would even <sighs> think about what? doing that. I am so sad. <gasps> Weeping tears into my cleavage. Head over to our YouTube channel to see Nicole's cleavage that she just sort of pulled out. Not smashed out, together. She, just she smashed. She definitely made a little titty, titty butt. If you push hard enough, you can make a titty butt. Titty butts. Who's is here it, for wait, Who's is, here for titty butts? Butt is titties. it that men like titties because they look like butts or men like butts because it looks like titties? I've heard one of those. Guys, chime in. We're wondering. Let us know in the comments we below. We desperately need to know um, what, what it is. Okay, so Harry puts it underwater and he hears something going on underwater, but he can't hear it. So it's he has like to go happening. underwater. Yeah, she's like, go, you have to go underwater. Mo Moaning Myrtle has to tell him. He goes under there and he can hear singing. And it's, um, can seek us where our voices sound. Something, 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 uh, what he'll sorely miss. Yeah, so basically it's this whole song that uh, is singing the clue. So he has to go to the lake. He's singing. He's like underwater. Come seek us where our voices sound. They're going to take something from me. And if I don't get it in time, I lose it and it'll be gone forever. It's very ominous, but also confusing. And he comes up and he's like, what the fuck does this even mean? Is there something in the lake? Do you know anything about that giant squid? And then, of course, he looks at the mermaid sleeping yeah. and he's like, are oh, there mer people? Very, uh, very progressive. For mer JK people. Rowling to very say. progressive. Yeah. I mean, and that was the most progressive she ever got. And that's what she, she wouldn't beat. even call them women. She was yeah. just like, they're people. They're mer things. Mer. You're lucky I called them people. Mer them. Uh, uh, mer they. What would it be? And Myrtle's kind of like, yep, you got it. Like. Honestly, thank goodness for Myrtle. I mean, perfect. I never thought I'd say thank goodness for Myrtle, but yeah. I mean. Thank goodness for Myrtle. And she's like, won't you come visit me sometime? Harry's Harry. like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta yeah, go. No, I, I uh, Oh, and he, by the way, he had his invisibility cloak with him. And the Marauder's had, Map. And the Marauder's Map. Because he didn't want anyone to run into him. It's late at night. He wants to make sure there's no one in the bathroom, first of all. No one's going to come disturb him. And he just doesn't want to be bothered. And it's he's waited till past bedtime just to avoid, you know, other people coming in while he's working on his clue. So. So he puts that back on, and he's headed back, but. He peeps the Marauder's map. And he sees someone sneaking around in Snape's office, and it's not Mr. Snape. Mr. Fucking Crouch. That's right. Who's supposed to be sick. It's supposed to not be anywhere at Hogwarts. What the fuck? And, of course, Harry being Harry cannot resist the urge. Oh, Harry, you nosy cloak. little nosy yep, nose. He's clutching his egg, and he's going to, he's heading down. He. He's got the egg in one hand, the Marauder's map in the other, the cloak over him. He's going over to you know, Snape's making office. Making sure there's nobody there. It looks like Peeves in his office for now. He's sneaking down to Snape's office, which we know is in the dungeons, and then he makes a fucking rookie move. He pulls rookie, a fucking Neville. Rookie fucking up. pulls a Neville. He pulls a Neville. He pulls and Neville. he falls into one of the trick steps. Into the trip steps. And now he's stuck under just fucking naked, and the egg has gone flying out of his hand. So yeah. is the Marauder's map. And he's like, oh, shit, trying to scramble. And the egg goes Bounces tumbling down, down the stairs, pops open, and is just screaming loudly. And unfortunately, Filch finds it. Yeah, Filch hears it. Obviously, he's like, what the he's fuck? He's like, this is a champion egg. Yeah. Somebody must have stolen it. It's Peeves. Yeah, Harry has hidden himself, trapped in the stair, but he's managed to pull the invisibility cloak still over him. So he's like lodged in the stair as this is all happening. And this is fucking, this is Filch's... 
magnum opus. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Just his big, is that even the right phrase? Magnum opus. You know opus? what? I like I it for this. We'll make it work. He has been wanting to get Peeves forever. So he's like, forever. this is huge. Peeves has clearly stolen one of the chances. This is it. Eggs. He's done. He's out. He's, he did a major no-no. The, I'm taking this to the headmaster. And then all of a sudden... In comes Snape. Snape's like, who's like, who the fuck has been in my office? He doesn't say fuck. And but, of course, but he, Filch he is like, who, who's been in your office? That's not a big deal. Somebody's been stealing. Yeah, he's like, Peeves stole this egg, and Snape's like, Peeves can't get in my office. So Snape came out and found his office door ajar, which yeah, we we know that like Crouch is in there, and he's like, so he's pissed about that, but it can't be Peeves, and obviously Filch is like. But but who cares? I need to tell the headmaster that Peeves was stealing. And we find out that he put a, a, a spell on the door. He always puts a spell on the door. He always Only puts a, spell. A, a wizard who's very good at this could break through. So how did Hermione get in then? Um, they snuck in, I think, past him or something and waited in there. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't yeah, remember, yeah. but in the Chamber of Secrets, someone remind us in the comments if you're on YouTube or tweet it at us, at Two Filthy Nerds. Um, so they're arguing, like kind of fuck you, fuck you, sort of going on. Like, my thing is more important. And, yeah. of course, in comes... Mad-Eye Moody. And uh, he's like, uh... Hey, guys, what's so, going uh, on? So, somebody broke into your office? What are you worried? You hiding something in there? Got why something would, in there? Why would what, you, be... what, you got, what you got behind door what, one and two? What you worried about people finding? Snape? Mm-hmm. Are you up to something? Sneaky Snape? And Snape is like, no, I'm not a bad person. Dumbledore, trust me, you need to fucking chill. So, basically, giving off the vibe to, like, Moody's getting to he's like you've already gone through my office yeah. um what else do you fucking want from me moody yeah and moody's like it just a total asshole to him and basically intimidates him to leave but as he's leaving moody sees the marauders map oh by you the way skipped a lot well no oh, i lot. skipped a lot not moody a lot. can see we know that moody oh yeah can moody see can see harry so moody sees harry and harry's like oh fuck uh and and moody's kind of covering for him yeah He's like, what's going on with you? And, and of course, you know, Filch is like, oh, the, the egg, peace. Beep, beep, beep. Let it go, Filch. And Let yeah, it go. Filch is kind of like, maybe you should just fucking figure out your business, Snape. And then Moody sees the Marauder's map from a distance and he goes, oh, you dropped something. And Snape looks at it. Snape recognizes it from our previous encounter with the Marauder's map. Because he had seen it before. He didn't see the map open. And by the way, when Harry dropped the map, it was open. Yeah, it was wide open. Not, not, it's like, not closed nope, down, not, not mischief managed. And the map is between him and Snape, and Snape is between the map and Moody. Moody's at the bottom of the stairs. And by the way, this whole time, because uh, Phil just started coming upstairs. By the way, I love Harry's that. like avoiding. I love that you know this whole layout to the point where, like, I was trying to visualize it, and I couldn't get it. But now you're painting it out, and I'm like, oh, I get it. I know where everybody was. Snape is, so, because Phil just been playing around for, or, like, looking around for Peeves. Harry's still trapped in the stair trying to, like, avoid being touched. Snape recognizes it, but then Harry makes eye contact with Mad-Eye Moody, and he's like, it's mine. He's, like, waving him down, like, no, 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 no. And Mad-Eye Moody, fucking Osseo parchment, boom. And he's like, oh, my bad. That was was mine. I dropped it. And, of course, Snape knows what up. Potter's around here and won't let go. Won't let go. So he's, like, he's in his invisibility cloak, and he goes looking around and... Mad-Eye Moody's basically just like, um... You gotta go. You need to fucking go, all right? I think it's really funny that Mad-Eye Moody... Like, Snape seems like the kind of person who would be un... Intimidated? Unintimidated by, like, just about anybody. But he was... He was intimidated by Lupin. Yeah. 
And he was intimidated by um, Mad-Eye Moody. But nobody else has he been intimidated well, by. Well, and I think this is why, even though Snape, in the past few books, has, you know, ended up not being the bad guy. Yeah. It's hard to really, like, cut him that much slack. It's, it's for me, I don't know, how are you feeling as someone who's never read the book? For me, it's like, you're still on the watch, watch list. I mean, yeah, so he's on my watch list. I just... That you're so afraid of defense against the dark arts teachers is. It's like so far I've the, the last two dark arts teachers I absolutely just loved and adored. Lupin mm-hmm. is just my soulmate and Mad-Eye Moody. I just want to be bros with him forever. He's great. So if Moody is sus- suspecting of Snape for anything, potentially, I'm yeah. like, OK, he knows what's up. And we know Moody as this like incredible aura who has put so many dark wizards you yeah. know, behind bars. Um, so I don't know the fact that Snape's intimidated by him. It's like, well, sketchy, sketchy. sketchy. Totally. So, so, but Snape and, uh, Filch end up do going on. They going leave. Off. Harry, uh, Harry comes out of the step. He's like, thank God. Well, Mad-Eye he, Moody, he's Mad-Eye Moody there, helps him to get out yeah, of the step. Yeah, Mad-Eye Moody's sitting there talking to him and he's like, I, could, you, could you help me out can of the step, me? please? By the way, how painful is this step? I mean, I think and he's how, like lodged, how, he, he's, he's like really lodged in, in the there. Stair. Which, why don't they fucking fix that? Well, I mean... Filch, can you do anything? For fuck's sake. Um, it's literally there to catch students sneaking around. Yeah. Um, which, so maybe they're like, eh. Let's not What's interesting it. to me is that if the step is a trick step, that means Harry must have fallen through it. Yeah. So if they were looking at the stairs, even though Harry's in his invisibility yeah. cloak, they should have seen that the, sta- the stair was caved in there. That's what I don't get. But also maybe... Because they have trick stairs, maybe stairs just end up lodged like mm-hmm. that sometimes. It is interesting to me that they weren't like, well, hmm, weird, the trick stair is just all out of whack. Yeah. Um, but again, you have P- Filch, who has immediately suspected Peeves, mm-hmm. so there is a little bit of an alibi in the fact yeah. that he could think that yeah. Peeves was just here fucking shit yeah. up. Good point. I didn't even think of it like that, but yeah. So, and he's probably too distracted thinking it is Peeves to even look down. Uh, yeah, because this he's like, he wants Peeves out. Peeves has been torturing Filch for years. I mean, I mean, Filch is a... Filch is a dick. A dick. But also, I'd be a dick too if I was born into a magical world and not mad. I'd be... Oh, I'd be fu- he's I would, so, he's so mad. So what if he had to clean the prefect bathroom all the time? Oh, it's just got the ring of their just, fucking gross. Uh, but also that all the all the different foams. He has to clean foam rings. Ew. I need to clean my bathtub. Anyway, um, he, so Mad-Eye so, Moody is kind of taking a look at the map like, this is some cool shit you got here. And Harry... Tells him what it him. is and all that. And then he's like... So afraid that Moody's going to confiscate it, but yeah. Moody's like, can I borrow this? I feel like, because he also tells Moody that he saw Crouch. Oh, yeah. And so Moody's, Moody's like, now hmm, like, what reason would Crouch have to be in his, in his uh, Snape's, Snape's office? office? But Moody also reveals, he's like, if you think I'm obsessed with catching dark wizards, Crouch is another level. Yeah. So I think he's going, well, if Crouch is in Snape's office, this is just more suspicion. More, more suspicion. And then, so there's that. Now that I learned that piece, I'm like, oh, now I'm just like, Snape is... Snape is going over to the dark side at some point. That's what you think? Completely, yeah. Yeah. And, um, what? Oh, so... I feel like these worlds have to split. Now that... Now that, uh... Voldemort is, like, almost kind of back, um, I feel like there's gonna be a, a, a break. Sides type thing? Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like in Hogwarts, you can't... How can you be a successful dark wizard hanging out in Hogwarts? Yeah. But 
Who knows? And obviously, Harry doesn't want to give up his Marauder's Map. It's the fucking Marauder's Map. But he fucking owes. Moody just saved his ass. Yeah. So, I guess. And then Moody's like, you know, Harry, you'd make a really good Auror. And Harry's like, you know, I think I'm going to need to see a few more Aurors and see how bad their scars are. How they're, I mean, he's got fucking, not even their, like, physical scars. They're PTSD. Yeah. How terrified are they of living? Yeah. And so, Moody's got the Marauder's Map. I noticed that, like, and maybe it's just implied. Maybe it's a detail she missed. He didn't explain opening and closing the map. Yeah, he didn't do that. Um, but yeah, that's it. And uh, we'll on, be right to the, back. on to the next chapter. Chapter 26. The second task. Here we go. Um, it's fucking happening. Okay, so as soon as Harry gets back, he obviously tells. Uh, yeah, he downloads the crew. Ron, Hermione. Let's everyone know knows what's up. Happen. Uh, Ron, Ron is, is dead set that he's like, I think it was Snape that put you in the Goblet of Fire. I Honestly, though. I don't think it was. I don't think it was at this point. Snape. Who? No, I don't think it was Snape. Do I don't think it was Snape. Um, I think it was Bagman. Ludo Bagman. Yeah. Based on everything we've read up to chapter twenty-six, you think it was Ludo Bagman? No. You know what it was? It was Crouch, and here's why: he's doing it to draw Voldemort out. Draw Voldemort out of what? Out of hiding, because Voldemort's going to try and come get Harry. Are you saying like? So you do think Crouch is doing it to assist Voldemort or using him as a, like, bait? bait? Yeah, maybe so using him as bait. This is my newest theory, by the way. This just hit me. Is this hitting you based on what the chapter we're talking about? Or Because we've read four more chapters than this episode. Yeah. So are you jumping the gun on what we're explaining right now? Are you basing this on everything that we've read? I could possibly be jumping the gun. All right. Can you? No, the, I haven't read four more chapters. After this? We've no, read... no, we haven't. I mean, we've read two more chapters past this. Film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at th- I'm point, just saying this now, like not based on this, but. In general, this is your theory. In, in general, th- th- I, don't th- I don't think it was Snape. I don't, don't think. Sn- all you're saying is you don't think it was Snape. Yeah, I just, that's for sure. Um, um, and they're all like, why the fuck was Mr. Crouch here? Is he pretending to be sick? So they write a letter to Sirius. Harry writes a letter to Sirius telling him what happened. Sirius writes back and he's like, when's your next trip to Hogsmeade? Um, and they also, says. they also are like, Hey, why don't you ask Percy? Um, Oh no, that doesn't happen yet. Just kidding. Um, okay. So at this point, Harry's frantic. There's a few days left. He's got to figure out how to breathe underwater. Yeah. So he and Hermione and Ron are just scouring books in the library. Anything they can, they can't find a fucking thing. There's a million books. And Fred and George show up and they're like, Hermione, it's the night Ron. night before and they're in the library. Hermione, Ron, uh, Dumbledore needs to see you guys. And Which it's like, like oh shit, are we in trouble for helping you? Because it, I mean, you're not supposed to have anyone help you. So the thought is, oh my God, we're busted. Yeah. But Harry just stays there and he's pulling an all-nighter just going, it's got to be in the next book. It's the next book. And Harry falls asleep. Yeah. And then he is woken up by Dobby. Which is a theme. Dobby loves to wake Harry up. He's his little alarm clock. Uh, um, and he's like, Harry, you have to wake up, sir. You have to get your wheezy. The second task is starting. And he's like, my wheezy. What are you he, talking about? Like, your wheezy who gave me the jumper. They have your wheezy. And he's like, oh, my God. The thing they took is wrong. They oh, my God. Took- I just can't get over how good your Dobby is. It's because I mean, heart elf. I don't even know. I think that might have been the voice that JK had in her head when she was writing Dobby. Well, I am. It's so inspiring. Thank you. It's my 
only skill. You are great at voices. Oh. You guys, tune in to our live readings. Um, oh, by the way, yeah, on our join Patreon. Join our Patreon. Because we just took a weird turn with our live readings. We're starting to put accents in the sorting hat, and we draw one out for uh-huh. each chapter, uh-huh. and we're giving the characters' voices in those accents. Yes. So uh, do you want to hear Harry, how Southern Harry Potter? Come join on our up. Patreon. Yeah. Come to the live reading. Do you want to hear uh, uh, New York, New York? Drew, Hermione? Come on over. Come, come on over. Oh, my God, those Jer- are the rules, Jersey Harry. Shore, Jews in Boca? Uh, Come on over to the Patreon, sign up, go to the live readings. Patreon.com. Oh, we're going to do a good Midwest, a good, oh, hey. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, the third task seems really hard. Oh, yeah. It's a big old, we are not going to say yet. Oh, it's, yeah. Harry, follow the rules, don't you know? So, join, um, so you can hear these voices. Anyway, so (laughs) Harry gets this, Harry gets gillyweed from Dobby. Dobby's like, you have to take this, because at this point, Harry's like, oh, my God, they have Ron, I have no fucking solution. And, And, yeah. Dobby's like gillyweed, gillyweed. You can this, breathe underwater. It'll help you breathe underwater, and he's kind of like, "Well, are you sure, Dobby? Because you fucked me up before." But yeah, he, he doesn't have a choice at this point. So he takes the gillyweed, busts his ass down, and like gets there oh. on time. Oh, and by the way, Carcroft and Maxime look annoyed because for sure they thought he wasn't going to show up. Yeah. And Bagman again is like, "Thank God you're here, Harry. Do you need any? You need any advice? You really? Don't know what to think of Bagman. Do you, yeah, it's is he." Just a fan of Harry? So no one's that enthusiastic about a kid. I'm he's sorry. He's not just a kid, though. He's Harry he's fucking Potter. And he just saw Harry. He's a huge Quidditch guy. Yeah, and, and Harry just, Harry just fucking dropped a dick. So I don't know. Anywho, they all dive in the water. It's cold as shit. Oh, and Harry feels stupid because everyone else is casting these spells. And he chews this gillyweed and swims out to the middle of the lake and is like, I hope this works. And he feels like he looks stupid. And then all of a sudden he feels. He grows gills. He grows gills and he can't breathe. And he's like, oh my God. Uh, He's like, I need to breathe water now. And he goes underwater. By the way, still in his robes for some fucking reason. Yeah. I mean, was he supposed to get naked? What does he have? Swim trunks? I mean, does he not wear underwear under his robes? I don't know. Was he like. Is Harry free balling? Was he like the water might be cold. I don't want shrinkage. So I'll wear a robe. That will keep me warm. But it's going to fucking slow you down. You have one hour. Anyway. But he grows the webby hands and the webby feet so he can swim faster. That's so true. he's swimming in his robes with he's his webby feet. He doesn't know where to go. Luckily, Moaning Myrtle is in the lake. She Why is she in the lake? We don't know. She probably got flushed out because apparently that's a thing, which means they're just swimming in a big bowl of shit. Big bowl of shit. Just she rode shit. the Hershey Highway into the lake. But thank God, because she tells Harry, oh, you should go that way. By the way, also... Such a stalker. So creepy that she's like, I, I think she's she was now popped up a few again. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, take those robes off, Harry. Oh, let me see your dingling. Make me moan, Harry. Oh, I'm moaning, Myrtle. Oh. Anywho, so he, her directions work out, saves him a whole fucking lot of time because he so, gets to the hostages before everybody. Yeah, it's a whole village of people surrounding this big rock that all of the hostages are... They're put to sleep, obviously. They, they've been spelled. Yeah, and they're all tied to the rock. And he... There's Ron. Hermione. Hermione Cho. And, and a little girl with silver, silver hair, hair. Obviously, Fleur's Someone for Fleur. of some sort or, yeah. or some other Vila type. But he he's waiting. Well, first of all, he tries to like undo the undo the ropes. And he's like, fuck what I'm going to do. He swims down and gets a jagged rock. Um, oh, because he tries to undo them with his wand. And mm-hmm. it doesn't fucking work. Yeah. Um, 
So he cuts Ron loose, but like there's no other champions in sight. Yeah. And he's like, uh, well, I got to get Hermione. She's got, my so he, fucking homegirl. He girl. starts chopping her, but all the wizards grab him. They're like, you can only take your friend. And yeah. he's like, she's my friend too. But they're not, they're, they're like, no. And then and he's, luckily. He's waiting and waiting. And finally. Victor shows up. Yeah. Victor shows up. By the way, he's. Half shark. He's. He's fucked up his transfiguration. Yeah. So he's got a shark head and a human body, which fun, but he's having a hard time. He's trying to like gnaw Hermione's ropes. And it's so like, Ron helps him. Off. Harry helps him. I mean, Harry helps him. He gives him the thing. He chops. gets her out. They go up. He just pieces out and he's like, so now I'm like, fuck. What about Cho and this other girl? And now he's not going to be in first place because Victor Crumb doesn't give a fuck about anyone but Hermione. He's like, I'm here to win and save this pussy. Uh, <sighs> snatch that like, snatch. I'm going to save her. Then she's going to like touch my wiener. It's going to be great. I'm going to gently, slowly pull her hand towards my wiener I'm because that's 18. the, that's the I'm move. I'm obsessed with this 14 year old. What do you want from touch me? Touch my wiener. I'm a man child. I didn't think about that till now. And yeah. he's a senior. Yeah. He's of age. I feel like he's a super senior too. Probably. And Hermione is way underclassman. Um, yeah. And so he's waiting, waiting. Finally, he sees Cedric with this like bubble head. He's yeah. done some sort of seems I picture a like dome. an astronaut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, breathable dome. Yeah, yeah. Like an thing. astronaut breathable dome. That's what I'm picturing as well. So he comes and he gets he gets Cedric and he's like, Where's Fleur? Nobody knows. And he's waiting for a few more minutes. And then he's like, fuck this. And he pulls his he goes for the little girl and they try to grab him again. The Murs the Murs come in, try to interfere, and Harry's like whips his fucking dick out, aka his the wand. wand. And he's like, and he's like, back the fuck up, I'm taking her. So he gets her out. And they all, by the way, are like, okay. All right, you win. So Harry goes up to the surface with both of them. Crowd goes crazy. Fucking nuts. Harry saved the day. Yeah, and Fleur's like, oh my God, I thought she was dead. Because she got and, caught and she's by so grateful. Oh yeah, she got caught by uh whatever those the, things are called. The they're not called gillyweeds. No, called... they're called um Fuck. Fuck. They're, anyways, underwater terrorists. Those underwater hinky dinks. That's not what they're called either. Shrinky it doesn't dinks. matter. Um, she got held up, couldn't make it, had to go back up. Um, she didn't even care that she lost. Grindy All, Lowe's. Uh, Grindy Lowe's. All she wanted was her fucking sister. She's yeah, like, she I was love like, this girl. So grateful for Harry. Um, and then uh, the. Dumbledore's talking to a mer person, and Dumbledore tells the other judges, hey, I think we should all have a word yeah. before we make our final decision. By the way, Percy is there in place. Of Crouch. Of Crouch. So still no sign of Crouch, even though wasn't We had a sign of Crouch yesterday. Very Weird. bizarre. So they all have a discussion. Then they come back, and they give announcement. They are announcing the winners, mm -hmm. and it's out of 50 points. Mm -hmm. And first they say, uh, you know, Fleur Delacord. You get 25 points because points. you... You, she oh, did oh, a perfect spell. Oh, she did a bubble. She, yeah, did, a she bubble did a bubble too, bubble but too. she got attacked by the Grindelows. So she didn't save her sister. And yeah. then they go, of course, more points for Cedric, who, uh, or what did they say? Victor? Cedric Cedric did the bubblehead charm. He gets 47 points. Crumb did uh, a, a bad transfiguration. first, but yeah. Yeah. Bad transfiguration. So he gets. Um, so he's, uh, all of them were outside of the time limits. So, oh yeah. And, and so he, gets he gets 40, 40 points. points. And then Harry Potter, who used Gillyweed, very smart. And they now know because of the MERS were like, yo, just so you know, Harry he was, the was there like way before everybody he beat else. He the fuck out of everyone. So and he would have been not only first, but in time. So he grabbed, but because he waited and grabbed Fleur's sister, which means he showed moral, moral fiber. fiber. He got 45 points. By the way, Ludo Bagman goes, we wanted to, we, uh, most of the judges thought you deserved a perfect score. And then fucking. Fucking. Kraut. Karkaroff motherfuckers just. 
But because not all of the judges, you get 45 points. So mm-hmm. now he's tied for Cedric. With tied Cedric. with Cedric for first place. And, and they find out the final task is going to be taking place on June 24th. So uh, we got some time until the next task. Yeah, and he also decides, you know what, next time I owe Dobby, Dobby so like big. every pair of socks ever. Yeah. So next time he's in uh, Hogsmeade, he's like, I'm going to buy him a sock for every fucking day of the year. I mean, as as kooky as Dobby is, what a... Uh, what a perfect oh, I just love him. Oh, Harry Potter, and he, he gives loves, Dobby socks. And I also uh, love that he called Ron Wheezy. Your, your Wheezy. You have to save your Wheezy. Uh, Can I just start referring to you as my Wheezy? I mean, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to be Wheezy soon. <laughs> if I keep <laughs> reading all these readings. All right, we'll be back. Bye. Chapter 27. Padfoot Returns. All right, so they're headed to, to Hogsmeade, excuse me, uh, because they got a letter from Sirius saying he's going to meet them at Hogsmeade on their next weekend. So they head to the edge of town. No, 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 no. We, they, first, they have, the, they have the Witches Weekly first. Wow, I really jumped the gun here. You really jumped the gun. They're going to be there eventually. Listen, we're going to get Strap there. Strap in. We're excited about Hogsmeade. So they got a letter. Because big shit fucking happens at Hogsmeade. But yes. first... Fucking potions. They class. walk into potions class. At all the Slytherins are fucking just slithering in the corner, oh. and they're like talking shit. They're reading Witches Weekly, which has run an article by guess who, Rita, Rita Skeeter. Skeeter. Fucking bitch. So she wrote an article about Harry and Hermione. How Harry uh, is it's, pining after Hermione. He's heartbroken because originally she had said that was his. Remember the original article, mm-hmm. The Daily Prophet, where that was his girlfriend. Were, and now, oh, Hermione has has moved on to uh-huh. Victor Crumb. Obviously, she's just a climber and. Clearly just after his famous men, and he must be so upset. Blah, awful, blah, blah, blah. awful, awful. And, so- and also mentions in the article, uh, it says Victor Crumb has invited Hermione to visit him in Bulgaria over the summer. Yeah, which... Which is crazy because... He had. He and had. And Hermione goes, it's... Why would... How would she know that? She He invited me alone. And of course, Ron's like, Invited to Bulgaria? Yeah, Ron's like, but how am I going to suck his dick if you're sucking his well, dick in Bulgaria? you're not going to go to Bulgaria, are you? I love that. Oh. You're not. I want to suck his crumb. Why I? I really hope Ron just ends up being gay for crumb. I love that you think that he wouldn't be gay for Harry when it's so obvious that they're that yeah. they are going to end up together. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. So. All the chaos is going on, and of course, Snape's like, I'm fucking done with this. Shut the fuck up. But also, he does start reading the article out loud in front of the class to embarrass the shit out of Harry and Ron. Or and I Hermione. will never understand why that's embarrassing, but anyways. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Are you trying to embarrass me by the fact that people write oh, articles I, Oh, yeah, yeah. You're just oh, fucking jealous, you fucking hater. So he so, separates them, makes Harry sit in the front of the class, and he's basically at the desk like, I fucking know. I know you were out here in your invisibility cloak. I know you stole from my office. Gillyweed. Yeah. And then he mentions another thing, which I forget, but it's something that had gone missing years before, and it's what they use for the polyjuice yeah. potion. But until this point, I don't think Harry knew. Yeah. Like He's like, oh, fuck, the gillyweed came from here. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't come in here. Yeah. And he's like, he threatens him. Yeah. With a truth serum. Called uh, v- Veritasium, which is fun because Veritas. Veritasium. It's uh, a new product from Drunk Elephant. <laughs> you put it on your face and then you just can't stop confessing all your problems. And you're going to look younger than ever. Yes. Because you've taken off the weight of the world the because truth? you've told the truth. Yeah. The truth really shall set you free. And from aging. Yes, from wrinkles. Drunk Elephant. Um, <laughs> Buy our newest product. So, of course, Harry's like, 
Oh God, I fucking hope he doesn't do that. Obviously, he didn't take the gillyweed. No. He's got secrets. Uh, first of all, get Hermione and Dobby yeah, in trouble. Yeah, I mean, but also, the amount of secrets this kid has is endless. Serious. Yeah, like he could ex- he could, he could seriously spill fucking expose spill, Sirius. Spill the beans. Yeah, and so he's like, also that you're like, oops, I could slip and put this in your fucking drink yeah, or and whatever. So, and so Harry's like, uh, should I start carrying around a flask like Moody? Yeah, so now he's Harry's just paranoid like Moody now. It's now, it's already um, happening. Uh, and then... Karkaroff knocks on the door and is like, Snape, now! I need to speak with you right now. He's like, you're going to try to get away from me. And Snape's like, I'm going to finish my class. And he's like, well, I'll wait here. Yeah. And And so he waits. End of class. Harry starts dawdling so he can hear what's going on. Yeah, he's like accidentally knocked over shit out of his cauldron. So he's like behind the cauldron picking it up. Uh And they're talking. They're talking. And and Karkaroff is just saying very weird things. He shows him something on his arm, but Harry can't really see it. And he's just like, aren't you worried? Aren't and then you? Snape is like, put it away. Yeah. And to Karkaroff yeah. about his arm, which is weird. What could be on his fucking arm? I don't fucking know. Heroin tracts. What do you think? I honestly have no idea. And he's just clearly short with him and they're, they're disagreeing on something, but it's not clear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But of course, then he sees Harry and he's like, what do you get out of here? And Harry's like, yeah. I'm just putting up he's my like, I'm just getting my stuff. And so he leaves. This is when we go to Hogsmeade. Now we go to Hogsmeade. Yeah, the next day, it's the weekend. They it's bring the food. Free, for, they the bring freed. They bring food for Sirius. Oh yeah, Sirius is like, bring as much food as you can. Yeah, because he's obviously fucking starving. Yeah. Um. So they get to Hogsmeade, edge of town. Sirius is in dog form. So and then they follow the dog to a cave, and then Sirius turns to human form. Um, in the cave is Buckbeak. Yeah, Sirius the looks like pie. shit, and he's like, "Oh, thank God, I've been living off of rats." Oh. <laughs> Whoa. So he just but, and, and Hermione's a little like, aren't you worried about getting caught? But he's an unregistered anime guy. Yeah. So at this point, the only people yeah. who know he is an anime guy are the kids and Dumbledore. Yeah. So he's pretty safe. People wait. Think Snape a, doesn't know. Maybe Snape does know because of their youth. Encounters. Yeah. I think he I think Snape possibly might know. Um, but don't hold us that. to that. So maybe maybe Sirius doesn't realize Snape knows. So, so, so Sirius turns into human form and he brought with him these news clippings about Mr. Crouch being in a hospital. Being gone. Being, he hasn't been the, he hasn't been seen. St. Mungo's declined comment. Uh, No word from the I guess, I guess there are HIPAA rules. um, Yeah, but it's also like, this is journalism. So I don't think they're saying, I didn't take this as he's in the hospital. I took this as we don't know where he is and the hospital hasn't said anything, yeah. which is just them doing due diligence, but also being fucking shitty journalists where they're like, maybe it's this, which we talked about. Yeah. We bitched about yeah. fucking clickbait. Yeah, clickbait bullshit. So, but he hasn't been around. He hasn't been around. And then Hermione, um, of course, thinks, oh, he's getting his because of the way he treated Winky, his elf. Yeah, he's probably deathly ill. He should have been fucking better to his elf. And Crouch was like, wait, there's something to that. Sirius. Or not, Sirius is like, there's something to that. And he's like, Crouch oh, and he, his elf. So they explain what happened with Winky yeah. in the dark mark yeah. and the wand. And he's like, this follows a pattern. Yeah. Uh, he also points out you can tell a lot about a person by the way they treat people less than them. Yeah, I really not like just that. equals, which is very true. Uh, another reason why Sirius is so near and dear to my vagina heart. Heart, um, my my heart's vagina. Dog, dog. My heart pussy. Um, big black dog pussy. Oh. Uh, so he starts telling them that years ago, when Voldemort was still in power, Crouch was 
constantly fighting Voldemort. Crouch was a very power hungry young man. Yeah. He was working his way up in the ministry. Going to the, the top. Prize. He wants to be the minister of magic. Just put, he like for as rough as Mad-Eye Moody is, Mad-Eye Moody as an Auror did his best to capture dark wizards and death eaters. Uh-huh. And not kill them. And yeah. Crouch didn't give a fuck. Yeah. He was he, like, you're, you're going in a body bag. Yeah. And so Sirius reveals Crouch is actually the person who put him in Azkaban. Without which, a trial. Yeah. Because he used to be the head of wizarding law enforcement. So no trial, which was apparently a big thing of his. He's just lock him up, you know? And he was. Ridiculous. Climbing ranks. And, you know, a lot of people were fans of his, even though he was sort of like a tough cookie. Yeah. And maybe clearly a little too hard and not really upholding justice um and you know and then his son gets caught his son his son is involved with death eaters yeah he gets caught hanging out with that's what we're told so not confirmed that he's officially a death eater but but just in the presence of possibly wrong place wrong time and you know that puts barty crouch in this position of well do i lay the hammer down on my son and guess what he fucking did the most fatherly thing he did was give his son a trial yeah so he he gets a trial still convicted puts him in Azkaban for life yeah. Son's yeah. dead in a year. Because you fucking go crazy. You can't, you can't live in Azkaban and unless Azkaban. you're serious. And by the way, and you can anime a guy. Didn't even come to bury him. They the debaters yeah. buried him. Yeah. And his wife ends up dying. Yeah. Not long after. Probably so Crouch fucking, has fucking nothing. He's heart. a miserable uh He's a crouch. Dark wizard hunter. And uh, yeah. So but, but, but that whole but, situation but, sort of but, mudded up his reputation. So instead of But it still doesn't make sense. Um, that he would search Snape's office in secret. That's true. But that point, you know, reignites Ron going, I think Snape's after something. Uh, um, and he, he was like, like a dark wizard and Snape and Sirius doesn't disagree. Yeah. Sirius was like, he was friends with a lot of people who ended up being death eaters. Yeah, he, he was. was a greasy, nasty, oily Slytherin. By the and way, wh- why doesn't he just shower more? Like he's been a greasy, slimy person since school. Maybe he's just extremely greasy and slimy. And no matter how many showers he takes, he's greasy and slimy. Oh my God. I mean, he's probably just going to age well. Yeah. Or maybe he's severely depressed and nobody talks about how that affects your decision. Nobody talks about wizard depression. I know. It's not depression. Just bippity boppity. Prozac. Yeah. (laughs) Bippity boppity Prozac. Uh, Yeah. So, and Snape knew all these curses, like just even coming into school. So he's, and most he, of his, the, his Frid group yeah. ended up in Azkaban. Yeah. So. So. The, we, they need to find out what's going on with Crouch. So they ask uh, Ron to reach out to Percy Which, to be like, hey, what's going on with Crouch? And Ron's like, Ron's like, I mean, I'll try, but. But like Percy is on Crouch's dick. dick. Like he's not going to give up Crouch easily. So. So, but they're going to try. I mean, seriously, like find out if there's any leads on the birth of Jorkin's shit, because that's still unanswered. And he also is, you know, continuing to warn Harry, like, be careful. Yeah. We're not safe until this tournament is yeah. over. We don't know where the threat is coming from, but there's definitely a threat. And Sirius is like, I'm going to be here just hanging around Hogsmeade because, you know, as as you said earlier. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. It. So he's he, like, I'll be here. I'll be right here, kid. He's a lovable stray dog. Yeah. I don't think there's like, I can't imagine that there's like dog catchers in yeah. the animal world. But yeah. He'll be living off rats, hiding in a mountain with Buckbeak. Well, they probably can continue to bring him food. That's true. I mean, I'm assuming they will. Yeah. And then Ron, this whole conversation makes Ron, like, wonder if Crouch could abandon his family in pursuit of, you know, achievement. Yeah. Could Percy? Because Percy, maybe that's why Percy likes him so much. Yeah. Which is just kind of a weird thing to be like, would 
fucking Percy sell us all out just to try to get ahead? Yeah. I think so. Maybe. I can't stand Percy. He's a fucking He dick. is the most insufferable character in the book. He is. I'm like dreading reading on because I don't want to hear about Percy. I'm just going to tell you this. Yeah. There will be worse characters. Um, anyway, we'll be. We'll be. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Chapter 28. The Madness of Mr. Crouch. Oh, fuck. All okay. Right. So, so Percy sends a letter off. Or, uh, Ron sends the, a letter the, to Percy. Ron sends a letter to Percy. And they're like, all right, let's go down. I want to give Dobby his, down to the kitchen. I want to give Dobby his new socks. Harry gets in there. He's like, you saved my life with a gillyweed, Dobby. You really did it. And Hermione, of course, wants to know about Winky because Hermione is a fucking. Uh, she's relentless. No, she's, um, she's um, what's the word I'm looking for? A spew? Uh. No, she's a God. Is it cunt? Cunt. Yes, that's what it was. Ah. She's a cunt. Ah. Uh, so she's like, "Where's Winky?" Winky is like in super bad shape. Yeah, Winky's she's all hopped up on butterbeer. Yeah, she's not doing well. Just <gasps> sloshed. Oh, Winky, she is just so distraught, so, so upset because Mr. Crouch isn't coming there anymore because he's sick. She misses Mr. Crouch. And she feels and like, like he needs me. Yeah, yeah, he's sick because he needs me, which could be true at this point. Yeah, this could that could be. What's going on? Maybe yeah. he's fallen ill and he's so ill because now we know no wife at home, no kids. Yeah. And now his elf's gone. Yeah. So he's left alone to care Maybe for Maybe she was just like keeping him alive. I mean, probably. Maybe that's why Crouch was in Snape's office because he was looking for some sort of potion. To keep himself alive. alive. I mean, for fuck's sake. Who knows? Who knows? And she, because she- You mentioned- know! You know, you bitch! Well, and- uh, Winky mentions like that she keeps all his secrets and they try yeah. to pry her and she's like, how dare you? And then I would never. And, and then Hermione riles up all the fucking elves trying to be like freedom. And they're like, get the fuck out. Anyways. <laughs> so they get thrown out. Don't you tell us about freedom, bitch. We love to work. They love working. They do. They are. They are happy servants. I don't understand. Unpaid happy servants. They have been fed the lie that work makes you happy and they are eating they, it up. But they love it. They really do love it. I mean, yeah. They have a purpose. They like having a purpose. Uh, anywho. The next morning, they go to, to the Owlery and Hermione gets a fucking slew of hate mail. From all, everyone who's read the Witches Weekly article. Yeah, they just Sticking up for Harry Potter, being like, you're wicked girl. Harry Potter deserves better than you. How dare you? One of the envelopes is full of undiluted booba tuber pus. Which... Undiluted boober tuber pus will make you have a horrible reaction of pus-filled blisters. Yeah. Whoa. Apparently, diluted boober tuber pus. Great for the skin. Great for the skin. Undiluted, you're getting pussy. Should we make boober tuber pus merch? Let merch, us know. yes. Uh, should we sell it in boober tuber face cream? Uh, so they have to. She Harry- has to go. She has to go to the infirmary to yeah. get her pussy wounds taken care of. Yeah. So Harry and Ron head off to care of magical creatures, and today they have cute creatures. Little black things. I don't even trust that it's a cute creature. I am waiting for it to be a bad creature. I'm waiting for 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 Hagrid to be like, these are Nifflers. They're super sweet. They're super cute. They will. Um, But if you look to the left for too long when you're in front of them, they'll murder you. I know. Like I love how there's all these rules. Like even when they saw um, Buckbeak in the cave, like they've met Buckbeak a fucking million times. They've flown on Buckbeak, but they still needed to bow to fucking Buckbeak. Well, yeah, it's a courtesy. You don't not every time you see the queen, you bow. Okay. I guess Buckbeak's the fucking queen. Royalty in 
Buckbeak's own mind. But so these little things, they they look like what I imagine tiny versions of my dog if my dog had flat hands that could dig. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moki, Snaggle Rock. And, and they are... Um, they're, they're, basically- like, they're like little metal detectors. They will dig through the earth and find gold. So they all have these crates full of gold. And basically Hagrid says, you know, whoever gets the most, whoever's Niffler does the best job getting the most gold, you kind of win for the day. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get anything. Oh, and they had seen um, uh, Hagrid digging up the yard. Ron, uh, ha- Hagrid was burying. Remember they saw him? Oh, yeah. Bearing stuff? He was ba- he was digging up his yard outside of his house, and he was bearing stuff. Anyways. Oh, in this um, chapter? No, the previous chapter. Oh, okay. Well, that must They, be like, saw him looking out the window or something. I don't know. Anywho, so they're digging up the gold. Um, Ron's little Niffler is fucking killing it. Just bringing up all this gold. Just mm-hmm. ching, ding, 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 ding. Uh, and the leprechaun gold, we find out. Oh, okay. So this is what... This is what we find out is that at the end of the class, uh, Hagrid's like, nobody tried to take the gold. Crab. Crab's obviously trying to take the fucking gold. He's like, even if you do, it's leprechaun gold. It's going to disappear. Yeah. Which, fine. But we now realize, wait, leprechauns were at the World Cup. That means all that gold that Ron gave to Harry, Ron realizes, disappeared. Yeah. So he's like, Harry, why didn't you tell me the gold went away when I paid you for my omnioculars? You didn't need to get me that Chudley Cannon's hat. I would have told you not to get me a gift. And Harry's like, oh, I didn't even realize. It's not a big deal. And of course, Ron's like, oh, most, you're most so rich. You didn't notice a pocket full of galleons going missing? Yeah. You didn't. I would love to and be. And Harry's like, yeah, no, I, uh, I'm i DuckTales. I'm DuckTales rich. Yeah. It's like, what do you want, it, Ron? It's not. This is the thing I had to learn as a very poor person. Uh-huh. That it's not a rich person's fault they grew up rich. Yeah. Or that they came into money nobody's circumstances that they were born into are their fault no and what is their fault is that they grow up to be terrible people yeah it's like okay learn that you have to adjust your viewpoint Mm -hmm. if you had privileged circumstances that Mm -hmm. kept you from seeing how things are in the rest of the world but anyways that's fucking that hermione keeps getting these fucking letters um and now hermione's like i am gonna figure out how the fuck rita skeeter found out the information that she found out yeah she's like if we know Hermione, she's tenacious. This is now her new mission. She now found out about uh, Victor Crumb inviting her to Bulgaria. She found out about the conversation Hagrid had with Madame Maxine about yeah. being a half giant. Yeah. So she's, something is up. Like, she either has someone on the inside that we're not seeing. She's got an invisibility cloak. We don't fucking know. But what? not an invisibility cloak because Mad-Eye Moody would have seen her near the fucking judges well harry also thought that it could be that she was like bugging the place and hermione's like muggle technology doesn't work anywhere near hagrid hasn't anyone read a hogwarts a history except for me uh, i love how fucking pissed off she got she's so pissed and ron didn't even know what bugging is like bugging Um, but anyway they do get a letter back from percy who's such a fucking just indignant cunt he's like no "Um, i haven't actually seen him but i think i can be trusted to know my own superior's handwriting fuck you percy he's fine i would know and so fuck you anyways now we have to get ready like for the The third third task task is coming up it's coming up it's fast approaching harry gets noticed that he has to go down to the quidditch pitch at 9 a.m. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. One night. One night. Ludo Bagman's there, and there's tiny... He's waiting for all of them. There's tiny little plants sprouted that are going to continue to grow, and what we learn is... A shining-like maze. You yeah. guys have seen the movie The Shining. If you haven't watched it, it's a great movie. I haven't, But there's so a giant... It's a giant... Um, uh, maze? This maze, is the labyrinth. A hedge like, mage. 
a hedge, hedge maze. maze. I didn't know that there was a hedge maze yeah. in The Shining. I yeah, should it watch it. Mm-hmm. So basically the gist is, look, all you got to do is be the first one to the cup that's going to be at the center of the maze. But there's obstacles along the way, including magical creatures that uh, Hagrid's helping put there. So that makes Harry go, oh, motherfucker. God knows what kind of fucking animal. Oh, and M- Madame Maxine's trying to chum it up with uh, Hagrid. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's nah. like, oh, Hagrid. And Hagrid's like, I got your number, bitch. Yeah, like she's all trying to like come back and be sweet. Because sweet. She, she knows wants- that Hagrid's helping and she wants to know what's up. Yeah, so, like, honestly. Because it's going to take a miracle of God for her girl to, I mean, to her- win that fucking tricot. Oh, yeah, because she's so far behind now. Yeah. And also, fuck everyone who acts like this. God, it reminds me of people in LA where it's like, oh, Oh, you have something going on? Oh, <laughs> oh my God, it's so friend. crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I found out you Do you want to go coffee? Oh, my God. I, would, I love you. Oh, God. Oh, you ah. look so good in that. Oh, my God. Do you want to go hiking? So, anyways, Ludo, at the end of their conversation, Ludo Bagman tries to do his classic, you know, pull Harry aside and be like, can I help you? But Victor Crumb is like, I need to talk to you. I need yeah. a word. Of course, I know immediately what it's going to be. Yeah, Hermione. He's, he's going to ask you about Hermione. So, he's like, he, and that's what, that was it. Yeah, he, they dra- he drags him off to a, like, quiet uh, edge of the forbidden forest and is like what's the deal dude mm-hmm. come on be real with me and and harry's like look man we are just friends and he's like she talks about you all the time and he's like yeah. yeah we're very close friends but that's it man i swear victor believes him it's kind of this good yeah. vibe of okay cool we're bros and he even compliments his flying he's like i liked what, which oh yeah that that for me by the way when he did that i was like yeah recognize bitch Okay. I just went, how fucking cool for Harry to go like, oh my God, this World Cup. Yeah, that too. Flyer but it was like, more like a, mm. you like, you're like, yeah, that's. Mm. Yeah, you might have gotten Hermione, but Harry is better than you. And so just as they're kind of like, like, you know, solidifying this bro bond. Mr. Crouch, Crouch comes out appears. of the woods. Yeah, he looks like shit. Looks he, like shit. He's and like, he's just. Ra- like raggly and tired. And, and s- is like fucked up somehow and thinks he's at the wiz- the ministry still. Yeah, he's like talking like he's still in the office. He's like, and when you're done with that, Weatherby, send an owl to Dumbledore. But, 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 like he's just going through By the way, I love list. that he's still referring to Percy as Dumbledore. That just made as me Weatherby. so happy. He's still refer. I mean, as Weatherby. Yeah. He's still referring to him as that. And that for me is so satisfying. Percy, you are a twat. Yeah, so we don't, that's very fucking weird, but then he kind of like breaks, like Harry gets close to him, like Mr. Crouch, Mr. Crouch. And he's able to like sort of break this for a second and be like, must warn Dumbledore, bad things, bad things are happening or something like that. Get Dumbledore, must warn Dumbledore. And Harry's like, I'll get Dumbledore, Mr. Crouch. You just need to stay here. Victor, stay and watch Crouch. So Harry fucking beelines out of the forest, up the uh, grounds, into, into the, the castle, castle, gets to Dumbledore's office, can't get in the door because the password has since been changed the last time he was there. Yeah, which was like two Snape years ago. Snape comes out of nowhere. Snape's like, what are you doing? Snape's trying to cock block him. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, Dumbledore's busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, Mr. Crouch, it's bad news, blah, blah, blah. It's Anyways, an emergency and Snape's being a fucking dick. Total asshole. And then Dumbledore And then fucking, Dumbledore comes out. Yeah, it And I'm like, ooh, you got had, Snape. Anywho, he's Harry like, tells- he's like, Mr. Crouch. In the woods. Let's go. And Dumbledore's like, let's do it. They go immediately down there. Yeah. And uh, no Mr. Crouch in sight. No Mr. Crouch they in sight. Mr. And, they and, find Victor Crumb laying there. He's been unconscious. stunned. Um, thank God. Not dead. But they check. He's been stunned. Hagrid appears. Yeah. Well, Dumbledore's this cool thing where he like shoots some silver thing out of his wand. To go get him. It's like, it's like a conference call. It's like a, a an intercom. Yeah, and so all of a sudden, Hagrid comes barreling through the forest fucking... With a crossbow. Crossbow out with Fang, like, what's going on? And, you know... He's like, go get Karkaroff. 
Go get Cause, Car- Cause this is his, his player is fucking down. Yeah. Yeah. Karkaroff comes there and he's like, you're up to no good. You're, du- you're double, you're double dealing and you're corrupt. Something's he's like, going basically on. Basically accusing Dumbledore of cheating because of Victor Crumb. He's like, Oh, the judge just stunned my champion. Yeah. This is fucking shady. And he says all these things to Dumbledore. Yeah. And then fucking Hagrid is like. Loses it. Loses his shit like fucking chokehold. Like Undertaker, Kane, Big Show in the early 2000s. Just fucking up in the air against the oh. tree. Like you fu- apologize. Like we just see oh, that. Oh, it's so good. Fucking giant in him. And Dumbledore's like, no, put him down. <laughs> like, like he's a bad dog. Bad Hagrid. Bad Hagrid. Drop, drop, the, drop the human. And he tells Hagrid. Please escort Harry up to the castle. And Hagrid's fucking... But But he he does does it. Because Dumbledore knows what he's doing. Dumbledore knows best. And you listen to Dumbledore. Dumbledore knows best. He's a smart man. That should be a series. Dumbledore knows best. Mm -hmm. Maybe that will be the name of the eventual series we'll write that will become a television series. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's where we leave off is fucking shady shit. Things are running amok. And we're here for it. Amok is being run. And... uh, Muckety muck muck. That's it. Check out our Patreon uh, to join in the live readings. Patreon.com slash Two Filthy Nerds. Follow us at Two Filthy Nerds on Instagram and Twitter. And head over to our YouTube to see this on video. And don't give me any fucking spoilers, please. Yes, yeah, st- don't fucking cinder. If you need to talk about something, DM me personally. Yeah. Don't tell me. All right. Goodbye. See you next time.